You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I have a very special guest today. Molly Asplin is here with me, and she is one of the most incredible humans I've ever met. And honestly, she's kind of like my soul sister. I feel like we speak the same systems and strategy, business mindset. We sort of show up. We do. We both show up with that mindset in our business. And today we're going to talk to Molly about team building because I know that number one, Molly, I've watched her over the last 18 months really grow uh, her team and really build her downline. And I've also watched her on social media start to just really attract people just like her and speak to people just like her. And then you're just, you're having all of this explosive growth on top of that. So I feel like in a time where it's September, where a lot of people are reevaluating their business and their life and their businesses aren't growing the way that they want to, I feel like this is a good time to have this discussion. So I'm, I'm excited to have you here. Yes. Thanks for having me, Melanie. I'm thrilled and honored to be here. I've learned so much through the Women Inspiring Women podcast throughout the year. So I'm I'm excited to share and add to the nuggets. I love it. I love it. Well, we were kind of talking and chatting before we got started. So I need to I need to sort of set the stage. So, you know, Molly is is one of the top ranks in the company. So in body, it's superstar diamond. She's um, in the millions club. So she's earned, you know, cumulative over a million dollars. She's been in the top 0.01% six times. And she is a former accountant and she built the beginning of her business, the foundation, those first two years while working full time as an accountant, and then eventually left, left her job. So in 2016, but also she's got three kids right now. So ages five, three, and four months. And her husband just left his full-time job in July to really create some more margin in their lives, to pursue the business together and to really make it work for their family. So number one, I feel like you've built your business, the foundation of your business when you were very busy as an accountant and now you're building your downline in a season where you've got very little kids and yeah. running on no sleep. So I just feel like a <laughs> lot of women that are listening can relate to some part of the story. So I feel like, my gosh, it doesn't matter how little time that you have, you can really build a successful business. Yeah. That, I think that's the great thing about what we get to do in direct selling is like you get to blend it into whatever season of life you're in and you yeah. can ramp it up when you're ready to ramp up and you can sustain when you need to sustain, but it's definitely been a gift across all the seasons. It has. It really yeah. has. Okay. So will you just give a little bit, just a little bit of background? I know I introduced you, but will you kind of talk about how, why, how you got into network marketing, what attracted you to the business opportunity in the first place? Yeah. So I was a corporate accountant, like Melanie said, and I got into my corporate job after college and I really thought that I would climb the corporate ladder 
until I was 65 and retire with my 401k and that would be it. <laughs> and I was really um, set on like checking the boxes, like I'm going to get a job and then get married and we're going to get a house and then we're going to have kids. And I just, I thought that I would do what my parents did. Mm-hmm. And then I got into my corporate job a few years, maybe three, four. And I just started to have this like visceral feeling of, I know there's more for me. I would drive to work in the morning feeling like, is this really it? Um, I just, I wasn't happy, wasn't excited about my day to day. And I was like, really like living for the weekends. And then I would get drive home from work each day and go, okay, I was super busy doing all the things, stressed out meetings, spreadsheets, but like, what did I even do? And so I had this like fulfillment gap where I just wasn't, um, I wasn't fulfilled. And so what drew me to the business, I've always liked health and fitness. And, um, I would go to fitness classes on my lunch break at my corporate job. And, uh, one of the instructors there was like, Molly, you would like, you should really think about this online coaching. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. I really kind of went in blindly because I'm like, I just, I want to feel better. I want to like, what's this really going to hurt? It's going to help my own routine. I like health and fitness. And if it can make me a little bit happier each day and more fulfilled and like helping others, then that's a win. And so that's really how I got started. And I kind of started, I don't want to say slow, but very, very steady and consistent. And then I really ramped up, I'd say after the first year. Okay. So how many times did your sponsor have to invite you before you said yes? Yeah, she probably, probably three or four. Okay. And for, for us, it was actually like in person. So I followed her on social media on Facebook and I could see some of the stuff she was doing. Um, And then she also would kind of like continue to like, you know, nudge me about it when we would actually see each other. So, so what I always ask these questions because I know it always helped me to hear how other people got started. And I know people are so afraid to do the follow-up. They're afraid to keep asking because they don't want to bother people. But what do you remember the conversation that made you say yes? Like what she actually said to you? I do. It was kind of funny. It was a Friday. It must've been, it's probably at the end of the month. Uh And she was like, um, Molly, this is the last day of like the pack that we talked about being for sale. Like, I know you've been really interested. Like, do you want to get set today? And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do. (laughs) And it was just like, that's what like the fortune is in the follow-up is such a real thing. And I really didn't even care about the price discount, but I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do this. So I might as well get like a discount. Yeah. Too, so, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I always tell people, I'm like, follow up, you know, no matter. And at the end of the month, you, you just never know who has been watching, who's been following, who's right. been thinking about it. Just, and it really is timing too. It's like right totally. place, right time. Perfect. Follow up. I love that. Exactly. Love that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk team building today, but I, my first question before we kind of get into the steps that you took to build your team, when Obviously, there are different ways to build your network marketing business and people come in and are listening from different companies. So what point did you decide that you wanted to build a team? Because obviously you can earn from commissions and selling the products and getting people started. But what was the draw for you to say, I think I want to actually build a team? What was that? When did that happen for you? Yeah, it happened pretty early for me, probably like month two, maybe Mm -hmm. month three. And not because I really understood the compensation plan that well, because I just knew it would be more fun to do it with other people. 
And that's just kind of how I operate. If I like something and I'm having fun with something, I'm like, let's all do it. And you know, who wants to do this with me? And so that's how I went about bringing on my first builders was, Hey, do you want to lead the next group with me? You know, we're, we're rocking the 21 day fix. We're doing this together anyway. Like, what do you think about co-leading the group with me? And that was like my whole first year. It was like, get some, get someone results. They co-lead the group with me, get the next person results. They co. And it's funny because I really still do that. A lot of that today, but that would just, that's just my model. And it feels, it feels really natural. And yeah, I have to ask people to join me, but that was early on solely because I wanted to build a community because I, I knew it would be more fun. Okay. So you really did have that in your mind. Like I want to do this with other women and I don't want to do it alone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about just your steps. And you kind of started to say that, like, what are the steps that you took to find working team members? Because that is a really big challenge. The number one question that I get in my inbox or when I'm doing the rockstar recruitment course is, how do I find working team members? I don't, I can't find them. Everybody quits or so let's, let's kind of walk through like the steps you took to find the right people. Yeah. I think the helping people get results is a, is a big one. It's still a really big one for me today. And I'm not saying they need, you know, months worth of results, but if they're, whether they're signing up as a work as a coach or a business builder right off off the bat or they're coming in as a customer i always know i want them to like feel really authentic and genuine about talking about this and yeah. so for some people that takes 2 weeks of using our products and programs and for some it might take more like a month but i just know that if they can have firsthand results everything is going to go so much better. <laughs> and just like it did for me, it's like, I did it for a month. And then I was like, well, this works. I let's yeah. tell, let's tell everyone about it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's like my first step, but my second step has always been being really transparent about what I'm doing with the work. Okay. So for example, even when I was working my corporate job, and this was before Instagram stories and all of that, but I would just make posts about it back then mm-hmm. is I would, I would show like me at home with my coffee cup and my computer, like I'm headed into work, but I'm diving into my own business first. Cause it fills my cup or like starting my day on a healthy note or like, and then when I get home from work, I'm hopping on a team call. Cause this like really fills my cup even after a, you know, nine hour work day. And yeah. so people could always see that I was working hard at something. And then when I, I think when I asked them to like lead the group with me, or I thought, you know, told them, I think that they would be good at this for X, Y, Z reason. They were already really in tune with like how I was making it work, how I was fitting it in a little bit of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was like not such a big bridge to cross. Cause I, I had like shown so much of it already. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so That's so important was to show how you were making that fit in your busy life. So you probably repelled people that didn't want to work hard. Totally. (laughs) And I still do. I still do. Yeah. But that's, do you get that good say like, I couldn't work as hard as you? (laughs) I I have people who say that and I'm like, well, that's okay. At least I know now. Right. And then I have people who say like, yeah, I, I want to get like better with my time and I think this will help me and I want more accountability. This will help me. And I know those are my people. Yeah. Yeah. So it really, you have, you always led with product transformation first business second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've still, I will talk about the business a lot, um, mm-hmm. especially now that I feel more confident talking about it. 
Um, but I still feel like my most natural way is get people results and then turn them into business builders. I love that. I love that. So it really is like, it is the healthy pipeline. It is bringing them in. So if you want to have more team members, you need to have more customers that are coming in because not everybody. So when you're, so what's your process as you go through the month, how do you determine who you're going to invite to the business opportunity and who you're not? Is Do you have any sort of process you follow? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I look at the customers in my groups and I look who's showing up, who's getting results. Um, so when I'm doing check-ins with people behind the scenes, how's it going for them? Like I can usually spot someone that I would like to do this with, like early on in the, usually I know on like day two, like, well, she mm-hmm. would make a great, a great coach or she would make a great partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always kind of like scope out my groups for the, the workers and the people who are committed. Um, and then also when I'm like on my social media and like looking at people who are viewing my stories or liking my posts, the ones that maybe respond about more businessy things, like even like, here's my, chic influencer time blocker. Like even like, where'd you get that time blocker? Like, I know that if someone's interested in that, they're probably like, Oh, you know, they're, they could make a good worker because they're interested in like office stuff and, and managing their time. Um, and, and I can also tell like, not everyone posts on social media, but a lot of people do. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if people are already sharing their fitness or they're already sharing, you know, family stuff or outdoor lifestyle. I'm like looking at all of that and just like going, do they have the qualities that sync up with my qualities that like, could I mentor them? Well, Oh, I really like that. So you're really yeah. looking at their presence, even on social media and their personalities. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. So would you, if somebody asked you, where'd you get that planner at? Are you the kind of person that would this is always the question, like, when do I send the invite? Are you like, I'm going to nurture you along for a little while and then send you an invite or what, what is kind of your take on that? I always think you need to invite how you would want to be invited. And so I think if someone said, where'd you get your planner? And I said, you want to build a business with me? (laughs) To me, that would be really weird. Um, So no, I just, I like, am a very conversational, relational person. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying I love small talk because I don't, but I, I do try to get to know them. And then once I feel like I have a good handle on, okay, she's a new mom of three as well. Like we're both in this crazy season. I can easily say like, Hey, Melanie, I know we've been chatting on here about like busy mom life. I can tell you're a mom like me who loves a good routine and that you just want more for your life. I don't know if you've thought about doing what I do, but I've got this sneak peek group coming up. Would you want to hop in there just to learn more about it? Yeah. It's like, that's how I do it. I love it. I love it. I think that's perfect. I do. I love that. It's just letting it naturally happen. Now, the follow-up question to that is a lot of people struggle with finding their ideal person. So what do you do in your workflow that helps you connect with the right people on a daily basis? Well, I think number one is like create the content for the ideal person mm-hmm. and and be the ideal person, like be the person that you want to attract, which I know is easier said than done. Um, but, you know, right now I'm sharing a lot about like routines and how I stay consistent and how I do it as a mom of three and I'm on a postpartum weight loss journey. So how I stick to that. And so 
people liking those posts and, and, you know, coming in, it's like, it's so much easier to have a conversation with them because that's why they're there. Like posting about a niche topic, which you and Katie have taught me how to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other, the, the other way that I connect with people is I like, I still love this method of like going to accounts that I like, and that I connect with, like, I'll give the example feeding littles is like a healthy eating toddler account. I can go to that page and I can look at the engaged followers who are commenting or liking those posts. I already know that they're a mom of toddlers who's trying to get their kid to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and they're probably in my same season. I share not that same stuff, but like in terms of my own like postpartum weight loss journey, I share food stuff. That's probably going to be a mom who might be interested in my page too. So I can go follow them, you know, comment on some of their posts. I'm not doing it with any expectation, but, you know, doing that for 20 minutes a day, like that, that can go far and it's, it can feel like a grind and it can feel like you're not getting anywhere. But over time I have connected with a lot of people doing that. That's really cool. And I still, that to me is one of the things that every single day I sit down and I go looking for my ideal client and then I engage with them. And during that time, that timer that I set for 20 minutes, I'm not thinking about sales. I'm not thinking about signing somebody up. I'm just, how can I get out there and connect with people? And it does, you'll, these people like do come back around. They start watching your stories and engaging. And then some don't, I just don't get very emotionally attached to it. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. And so I think if you have the content on your page that aligns with ideal client, and then you're doing that connecting, they should intersect and you, you should get new eyes on your page because of it. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So I want to kind of switch gears a little bit because what do we do? What do you do when a new person signs up for your team? Because a lot of times I get the question of, I'm, I'm actually nervous to invite, or I'm nervous to sign people up because either I've signed people up in the past and they've failed and they've quit. So now I feel jaded by it, or they are afraid to invite because they just don't have a system for getting somebody set up for success. So what is sort of your best practices for setting a new team member up for success? Yep. So I have a, I have a welcome email that goes out to every new partner. It's the same welcome email that goes out to every new partner. It's got like a a quick, like 10 step checklist in it. And I say, print this out, you know, go at your own pace. And then it also has a 20 minute video of me. It's called my getting started right video, um, that they can, they can listen to. And then at the end of that email, it says, once you're through this next steps, set up a Zoom call with me. We're going to chat through any questions we have and we're going to talk about a game plan specific for you. And then it's got like a link to my calendar. But in the beginning, it just said, reply to this email when you're ready. Yeah. Um, and so, and most of my new partners, because they most of them are like, my, are like me, they'll do that within the first week and we'll have that like getting started right chat within their first week. But I don't have that until they've, you know, gone through that first email, which probably takes them like 30 minutes. Okay. And then from there, I, if I've got a few new partners starting at once, I'll do, take it to a group chat and like get them all in a group chat so I can like group mentor them. Or if I just have one starting at a certain time, then I'll just chat with them typically on Facebook messenger one-on-one. 
it kind of goes along with like just reading people. I can usually tell like, oh, she's an action taker. She already wrote up her announcing I'm a a partner post or she already said I did steps one through three on the checklist. You know, I can kind of see who's taking the action. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the next thing that I like to do to really get a feel for things and see who's like in it is like just giving like mini homework assignments like in the group in the group thread or the one-on-one thread, like, Hey, today, I think you should make a post about X, Y, Z. Um, and here's some ideas for you. Like, let me know when you've done it and drop it back in here when you're finished. Yeah. And then they'll do that. And then they'll get like 20 likes and I'll say, okay, now you're going to message the 20 likers, something like this. And here's an example. Let me know what, once you've done that. And so I do a lot of handholding in the beginning because I know I needed that. And like, I am a self-starter, but I needed to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of needed someone like pushing me along. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. I think it just, I just would have sat on it. Right. And so I don't do that forever. I probably do that for the first month. And if they haven't taken action in the first month, I kind of just let them be. And I remind them of team calls and everything we've got going. Um, but if they're taking action, then I'm just continuing to push them right along. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really letting them drive the, drive the pace that you're moving at. So if they're taking action, you're matching that with a little more action, but you're not dragging them along in terms of like, Hey, what are you doing over there? You haven't done your checklist yet. And I think that sometimes, you know, people get stuck in that. Oh, I have all these people that are working, but they're not really working the business, you know? So I I think that sometimes people get stuck, stuck in that. So for you, as you've gone through the process, I love, I love how you sort of say, like, I invite you to team calls and you can still get on things that we do, but I'm not going to keep nurturing that one-on-one relationship. So what do now you are on track this year to have another amazing year with the company. Um, what do you feel like is for you? What, what, how many people do you bring on a month? So you can still see growth month after month and year after year, I guess is what we should say. Yeah. In terms of you know, working partners, probably three to five. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not a ton, but it's like, it is the right people. And like, I have three new partners who just started recently and they're all a lot like me and I can speak their language and I kind of know what they're driven by. And so it, it works, but my customer pipeline, I probably bring in, let's see, I hit like SC 20 to SC 30. So that's like, 10, I probably have like at least seven new customers coming in each month and then three to five working partners. And so I know that of those customers, someone is probably going to latch onto this and want to share it with others as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really big on that customer pipeline because I know that I can get people solid results. And if it's not their first month, it might be the second or the third or the sixth. And I just like have to keep engaging them and helping them get results because I know what ultimately that's going to lead to. That's so great. And it really is a long game. It's not an overnight success. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes my best coaches have come after a year or, and sometimes they've come after a week. (laughs) It's just, you don't know the timing of someone and when they're going to want to share this with others. Agreed. Agreed. So when, what advice would you give to somebody who is just getting started with team building, but wants to go full force and they want to kind of skyrocket their success? What, what is your advice to that person? 
Yeah, I would say like, yes, go for it and be patient. Like my husband's always like, Molly, you need to be patient. (laughs) Like, just like calm down. Like patience is such a, it's such a virtue in this business, but that doesn't mean you're just patiently waiting. You're patiently working. I I think Melanie, one of the questions you have asked is like, what can you expect for a timeline? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I think at least 30 days of like 30 days, probably 60 days of like really talking about the business in different ways in your stories and like showing people what you're doing, asking them to co-lead the next group with you. Like all types of different ways of talking about it. We could probably do a whole podcast episode on that, but I think you got to give it some time and like let that compound effect kind of sit with people. Cause every time you do it, you're planting some seeds and then having a lot of one-on-one conversations right. behind the scenes, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I just find even recently as I've been mentoring people that first 30 days, like when somebody new comes in to build the business and they are really driven or really motivated, or somebody takes their foot off the gas and they want to come back in and recommit to their business. I find that it takes 30 days to get even like a tiny little bit of momentum flowing, especially if you have done nothing prior to that. And then I find that when it comes to team building, it takes like that next 30 days where you start to talk about like, this is what I do. You know, this is how I can mentor you. This is how I can help you. And you might get one person or two people, but it's really at like day 90, 120, you know, and even further than that, where that compound effect actually starts to really take effect because you've had customers that have gotten results. People are also watching you on social media and sort of the two worlds are colliding and just things are making sense. But I find that if you're not consistent during that time, that yeah. it actually stretches that time frame out even longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like consistently working on the things and not maybe not seeing the results, but just knowing like it will come, yeah. <laughs> it will come and, and having some trust there for sure. And if, if one person signed up I'd pay a lot of attention to okay, what worked, what, what resonated with them? One of the questions in my welcome email is like, what made you decide to join? Like, was there something I did or something I said, like not fishing for compliments? I just like genuinely want to know. And I pay attention to those, that response. Yeah, that's a great, I always like to ask people, you know, where did you find me? Or, you know, those same kinds of things. What made you say yes? And if somebody says no, if they say no, not right now, I also ask the question, you know, what is it that's making you say like, this isn't a good time? Because that also gives me insight into probably what my ideal team member is also thinking, whether it's time or confidence, and then I can go create content around that or send an email about that kind of stuff too. So I heard Angie, Angie Lee, I don't know if you know who Angie Lee is, but way back in the day, like years and years ago, she did a podcast and she had talked about how like everything is data. Every sales call is you collecting information and nothing is ever a loss. No time is ever wasted. So if you feel like you're a hundred people, you now have a hundred scenarios where you've interviewed somebody and you know what their deepest, darkest desires are that can help you with your marketing moving forward. Yeah. So true. And everything it's like, everything is rep. Like when you repeat something, you get better at it. And so when I have coaches who are like, I'm not good at this, like no one has actually done it yet. I'm like, well, you've mentored two people. You don't have to practice. Like it's nothing you did. It's nothing you said. 
And you're also going, the only way to get better is to mentor more people. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love that. I love that. All right. So as we kind of wrap up today, I just want, is there any, any last minute, like words of wisdom that you can give to my listeners who really do have a goal of building a team and recruiting their ideal team member? What are just some of the words of wisdom, especially if they feel like it's not happening fast enough or they can't find the right people? Yeah. Well, I learned this in Melanie's um, Rockstar Recruiting course. I thought that was like, it's helped me so much. I still sit down and do it. It's like making a list of the qualities that you really want to attract. Mm-hmm. And then also making a list of the qualities that you want to repel. Mm-hmm. And that, that really helps me. And I'll, you know, like something I just really don't like is when people come in and they're closed minded. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I want to attract open-minded. I want to repel the closed minded. And that means I have to like, you know, really like share that and be that. And so I think um, making that list has really helped me. And then just feeling really good about your, your onboarding process. And that, I know that sounds complex or confusing, but like, you know, Melanie's so good at simplifying it. And that has helped me a lot too, is just like simple onboarding process. That doesn't mean I never change anything, but it's simple and I can duplicate it and I can teach it to my team. And then you can like really rinse and repeat and spend more time just like mentoring in the thread or on the phone or whatever you like to do. I agree. I agree. I feel like just even having on a Google, a Google document or the note section of your phone, this is how, what I would say to a new person when they signed up. I mean, it doesn't have to be a fancy email system with a tag and an automation. It it can be so simple. And I always think about some of my first team members, gosh, like they came over to my kitchen table and I was like, I have no idea how to log into this back office, you know? And we were like figuring it out together, but they were the right person. It was the right people. And so I think we get so caught up and I have to have the right system or the fancy system. And it really is a, it's energy. It's, and I even just made a post about this too. I mean, it is your energy. It's your excitement. And I'll tell you that coach that sat at my kitchen table, I was way excited about the business and she didn't care what I was telling her because like we, she was excited, you know, obviously we figured, figured it out, but you know, it is having the confidence to go out and invite people, um, and be clear with that too. I love that. I love it. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. So what's on, what's Molly's next steps? Because you obviously built a successful business. You're at home with your babies and your husband. So what's next for you? Yeah, I really want to learn how to develop other top, top leaders. I say learn because I'm like, I haven't mastered that yet, Mm -hmm. you know, and I will just like, I'll do, I'll do it however long it takes me. Um, but like mastery of something takes a long time and it's like, yeah, I've gotten like myself to this point, but I really want to be able to duplicate leadership and like Melanie, you've helped me do that to some degree. And I just want to like, keep doing that over and over again. Cause I know what this has done for us. And yeah, I'm an Enneagram. Um, I was strong type three, but strong type two as well. And it's like, I just want other people to feel this and to experience it. And so I'm like, my work will not be done until I've done that to a lot, like 20, 20 plus people. I would love to have like as top leaders. And I know that some of it's time and a lot of it's like just me and learning how to really transfer that leadership too. that. I love that. And it's really about not just making an income. Income is 
great, but it's truly the impact that you're leaving and saying, listen, I didn't just create success, but I helped other people do it too. That's sort of like, that's the next step to yeah. for sure. Totally. Like when we go to um, the Scottsdale event in the fall, like guys, Melanie's always there with like, you know, 20 plus women <laughs> on her team. And like, that is so cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think that's really aspirational. I love it. And it it is. I love it too. I just feel like there's nothing better than surrounding yourself with good people that you get to do business and life with. And it's just a reminder. I think about all the people I've recruited over the years, tons and tons of women, not everybody sticks, but it's so cool to see the right ones. We just have like raised our kids together and now they're in middle school and some are sending their kids off to college. Like we are just going through life and business together. It's so fun. So I'm excited for you to experience that too, as somebody that's just a few years ahead of you on that journey. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I am, I'm so excited for my listeners to dive into this episode What's the best place for them to connect with you? Because I know you also have a podcast, which I feel like my listeners would also enjoy because as Enneagram threes, we sort of teach the same way. (laughs) Yeah, it's called the Dream It, Do It podcast. And it is a lot about building a business and uh, some mindset, but a lot of the tactical stuff too, like the how to's. So yeah, and then I'm on Instagram. That's my main social channel at molly.asplin. Okay. I will link all of that in the show notes, but just thank you so much for giving me your time today and your busy life. I appreciate you pouring into my listeners and you guys, if you are listening to this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag Molly, tag myself on Instagram. Let us know what your favorite takeaway was from today. And we hope this fired you up, gave you inspiration and a little bit of wisdom to go out there and build your team. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you back here next week.